Hello and welcome to the Daily Zen Podcast. My name is Charlie Ambler, creator of Daily Zen. Daily Zen lives at thedailyzen.org, twitter.com slash dailyzen, and there's now a Daily Zen premium at patreon.com slash dailyzen, where I post an extra exclusive weekly podcast and essay for people who are interested in supporting Daily Zen and also want to participate in some more in-depth discussions than what occurs on Twitter and Facebook. And there are some already some interesting discussions that are going on and relating to the various topics of the things I post there. So if this stuff interests you, please consider becoming a premium subscriber. This is this week's free podcast, and I'm going to discuss intrinsic and extrinsic motivation and how it relates to meditation and how it relates to life in general. I think the best place to start is to think about what we're doing when we meditate in the Zen tradition, at least. We are meditating without any sort of goal or aspiration. We're just sitting, as it's called in Zen, which is also referred to as shikantaza. And this idea of just sitting is very contradictory because most people approach meditation out of some sense of lack in their lives. They want to become less stressed. They want to become more relaxed. They want to focus. They want to solve some sort of psychological problem that's going on. And so when we start meditating, we often approach it with this view that it's a skill that we develop and that it will provide us with better and better results over time. And if you look at the life cycle of a meditator going from the novice to the intermediate to the advanced skill, if you want to refer to it as that, in how they progress with their practice and how consistently they practice and the amount of time in which they practice, you can probably find a correlation between the consistency and amount of time practiced with the proclaimed results and benefits of the practice. But the benefits don't come from approaching meditation as this skill that we cultivate. They don't come from focusing on the goal. They come from focusing on the process. And I've discussed in many episodes the difference between the the process-oriented mentality and the results-oriented mentality. So if you're interested in learning more about that, I suggest checking out the episode on motivation specifically, which was went into that in a pretty in-depth way. But it's this weird paradox where we approach meditation with a a goal and a desire, and then once we start practicing, that goal or desire falls away, and we, we start to appreciate the practice for its own sake. We start to see the ways that it helps us and the ways that it opens our mind that we didn't expect, and we realize, oh, if we approach this in an open-ended manner instead of with a goal-oriented mentality, we can get a lot more out of it. We can we can be open to whatever comes into our minds and we can continue our practice when it's difficult. The most important thing in in how meditation relates to life and what it teaches us about life is that sometimes we don't get anything out of it. Even a lot of times. A lot of times it's difficult, it's uh, frustrating with our schedules, it's we get distracted, we lose our focus, we we experience fixations on various thoughts and stressful things and it can be it can be very difficult it can be very challenging and we learn when we're practicing that either to just sit and to stick with it and let everything come and go and see what remains at the end or we give up and we we go through fits and starts and um, can't find a rhythm with it but the thing i'm advocating for is finding rhythm with it and doing it for its own sake allows you to sit through the difficult parts it allows you to sit through the the realizations you have that may not be particularly comfortable or easy to have, and it allows you to be more honest with yourself and more open with yourself in such a way that 
lets you get to know yourself better. And in getting to know yourself better, the world opens up to you essentially because you can approach it with your accurate, your, your actual personality, your actual view of things, instead of all of these delusional, contradictory thoughts that we have floating around in our heads. So when we meditate consistently for a long period of time, a lot of the delusions we have about the world come to us in a very crude way, and we just kind of have to confront them and face them and accept them instead of dancing around them or manipulating ourselves to believe in things that we don't actually believe or grasping to various goals and concepts to to provide a sort of narcotic or a distraction from the, the present unpleasantness that we're experiencing. All this stuff, all of these weird mental um, inconsistencies that we have can be overcome through this this just sitting, this acceptance of everything. And that can only happen when we let go of that goal. So that's that's meditation. That's the practice. That's what we're doing. And when we think about it in terms of how we approach other skills, other hobbies, other things we're doing in our lives from relationships to playing an instrument to work, it becomes very illuminating and it, and it sort of applies to everything because when we approach, let's say, learning how to play drums or learning how to skateboard with this same just doing it mentality, um, it becomes completely a completely different way of approaching a task. Instead of saying, I'm going to learn these chords today, or I'm going to learn these notes today, or I'm going to learn this song today, we say, I'm just going to play. I'm just going to practice whatever I can practice and, and follow this sort of intuitive pull of what I should do next and do that. And not be too mindful of, of how I'm doing or what I'm doing, but just do it. And in just doing it, I will get better at it. And I think that's a, a much more interesting way to approach the things that we're, that we're learning. Even if it's in a, you know, in a relationship, if we're trying to get a specific thing out of someone else or we're trying to get to a specific place with a relationship, we focus so much on that that we let go of the day-to-day drudgeries that that make up a relationship or that make up the work that we have to do in order to get what we want out of it. The same way that we can't get what we want out of meditation if we don't sit through the difficult parts, if we don't sit through the boring parts, the parts that don't, that don't flatter us or enthuse us. We have to do that with everything if we want to progress. And the irony being that the most important thing to do is to not focus too much on the progress, to focus on the process instead. So, if you can find things that you value doing because of the process rather than the results and do those things consistently every day over a long period of time, you will develop a certain skill and a certain value with those things. And that will sort of just come as a cherry on top to this daily appreciation of whatever those things are. I recently took skateboarding back up after a long break because of an injury. And uh, I've never been extremely good or anything, but when I was in college, I was better than I am now. And when I was in high school, I was better than I am now. And reapproaching a skill that we once were very advanced in is a very humbling thing. It's a difficult thing to do. And it's even, it's even more difficult than approaching something for the first time because we have all of these preconceptions about, about what level we're at, about what we, what we deserve, what we're entitled to. We have this sort of ego about what we think we can accomplish. And then we go out there and we actually do it and we try to, you know, land a trick or whatever, you know, however that applies to whatever skill you're trying to, to reapproach or to approach anew. And, um, 
it's very humbling because it's you have to relearn a lot of things. You have to get back in a rhythm and a consistency so that your body and your mind are attuned to this thing that you're doing enough to provide you with what you need to do it. And so the, the key isn't to focus on trying to do this or trying to do that or trying to get better or trying to progress even. It's just to do things. You have a very limited amount of time each day to do things. And if you if you select the things that you're doing and do them and focus on the process and focus on getting the most out of just doing them and, and, and practicing them the same way we practice meditation every day without any sort of grandiose expectation of the results, you will progress a lot faster than if you get really frustrated with yourself trying to focus on the results and trying to push yourself faster and faster and harder and harder and, and set unrealistic expectations of yourself. The people who tend to be the most skilled at a variety of things instead of just one thing are those who can devote themselves consistently a little bit each day to a variety of tasks and approach them mindfully the way that we mindfully approach meditation where we're focusing on the process and we can keep the results in our periphery but the process is what comes first and if we can't master that process through just sheer consistency and humility and practice we're not going to get anywhere and i think that's the importance of extrinsic intrinsic motivation excuse me extrinsic motivation is sort of the vanity of the ego saying oh this is what i'm going to get out of this if i do this and most tasks in life aren't that interesting to practice they're not that rewarding in and of themselves that if your only value of them is is the result and the reward that you're going to get later on when you're good at them you're not going to do them because it's it's hard to learn a thing it's hard to learn how to do things and we need to learn how to enjoy doing them for their own sake in order to get the results that we want because otherwise we can't devote the proper time to the tasks because it's just too frustrating so in appreciating that frustration and appreciating the challenges and the obstacles that come along with learning anything and doing anything, we use the meditation mindset. We use this beginner's mind that we're okay with being shitty at something. We're okay with being new to a task. We're okay with feeling overwhelmed and feeling inadequate and silly. And we're just going to do the thing until we get better at it, until we, we, make it enough of a routine and enough of a consistent practice that we feel comfortable with ourselves and we feel driven by the value of the activity itself instead of the reward that we're going to get. And I think if you're, if you're wondering how you can relate this to yourself, just think of all of the challenges that you face today or this week or this month or this year and be honest with yourself about how you're approaching them. Are you approaching them from the point of view of, oh, I'm going to I'm going to do these things and I'm just going to suck it up and I'm going to go through all the challenges and all the obstacles and I'm going to do them. And if I get the reward, I get the reward. But if not, that's okay. Or are you saying, I really need to get from point A to point B and this is what I have to do. And if I don't do it, I'm going to be really frustrated. I think most people would probably fall in the, in the second category. The, the muscle that we flex when we meditate is sort of the muscle that helps us approach tasks in a more mindful and a more constructive way instead of obsessing over results and obsessing over future goals to the point that we're paralyzed in the present. I think writer's block is a great example. As a, as a writer, I have been doing daily Zen for so long that I haven't suffered from writer's block in years because I, I learned when I was starting to meditate and when I was starting to write about meditation that the thing you have to do is just start and it might suck at first, but you just have to start and start, start writing and start going and see what comes of it. 
and watch it develop and change it as it develops and sort of readjust your sales as you're going and go with the flow of it instead of setting some sort of goal at the beginning, achieving it and being done with it because things never go that way. It's never that easy. And, you know, writer's block comes when we have a, a set topic and a set goal that we need to extrapolate on and it's just not coming to us. The details just aren't coming and we don't know what to do. And so we just sort of twiddle our, twiddle our thumbs and wonder where we should start, how we should progress, all these things. We get too stuck in our own heads. We get so focused on the results, the process is paralyzed. The process becomes stuck because if you build a machine only thinking about if you build a you know a coffee maker only thinking about the end result of the coffee dripping out of the thing you're just going to make a machine that drips that that drips cold water out of a tube you know you're not going to do all of the little things that have to be done in order to achieve that final goal of of dripping hot water consistently and slowly in the right quantity over a a little mound of coffee it's a silly example but it makes sense i mean you can apply it to anything if you if you only focused on the result as an engineer for example you'd create a bunch of ridiculously silly machines that fail every time because the result is the process is the the culmination of a variety of processes it's not just this magical thing that happens and if we can learn to approach our tasks in this way where we can see being good at something as the culmination of a bunch of really, really little tiny, tiny skills and achievements and affirmations to ourself, Cul the, the culmination of those worked on consistently over time, instead of this magical thing that we just suddenly arrive at, we can enjoy our lives a lot more because most of our, our daily lives consist of doing those little unglamorous things that, that eventually turn into skills and achievements and rewards and stuff just by virtue of the fact that we're doing them. Which is the other important lesson of meditation. I think that if we're actively participating in our lives in this way and we're being consistent and we're being methodical and we're practicing these things that we need to do every day, we will be rewarded for them. And we don't need to focus too much on the rewards because if we're really participating in our lives and we're really showing up for ourselves and for the people that rely on us and all of this, the reward will come and we don't have to worry about it. I've experienced that with my running my business where I used to worry when I was first starting because I was broke. I was worried so much about the results and about getting paid and, and, and making ends meet and meeting my budget and all the stuff. And then I realized, oh, I just have to, I have so many tasks I have to do every day to make this thing run smoothly. And the more I focus on just doing those things and, and doing them day in and day out and, and not thinking too much about the results, I'm rewarded at the end of every month by being like, oh, okay, this was a great month. I worked really hard doing all of these little processes that have culminated in the results that I wanted. But if I was focused too much on these results, I would have been too scared and too abstract and stuck in my own head to do the nitty gritty of the day to day activities that I have to do. So that's where intrinsic motivation comes in because we need it. We need to be really in love with the things that we're doing in order to do them with such vigor and such appreciation each day so that they can pay off eventually. If you're trying to do something that you hate and hoping for a massive reward from it, it's going to be very difficult because it's most of the of the activity is the stuff you hate. If you hate the process and you love the result, you're going to hate your life because most of life is spent on the process, not the result. The result is a little reward that comes later on after we've spent so much time toiling over the process. So 
either learn to love the process of whatever you're doing, and if you really can't, find things that you do love the process and do the shit out of them, and you will really, I think, approach a level of skill that you didn't even expect from yourself, that you didn't even know was possible. I didn't particularly know that I enjoyed running a small business when I started my company, but I I had to do it at first to make ends meet, and then after a while I, I became... I fell in love with that process because it's so it's so individualized and you can really uh curate your life in such a way that it that it caters to your strengths and it is is gentle to your weaknesses and allows you to excel in your own way instead of trying to conform to some sort of grandiose aspiration of exactly what you want later on. And you can be pleasantly surprised by the results that come later on because life is always surprising us and there's no reason to try to set any any rigid expectation of what's going to come in the future. We do that out of fear and anxiety because what we have right now doesn't seem like enough. Uh, but the irony being that what we have right now does seem like enough when we spend each day really loving this process and loving the, the practice of doing whatever we're doing, even when it's hard and really challenging. So in meditation, that's that's pretty much what we're learning across the board. We're learning to love every little weird inconsistency that comes up, every challenge, every roadblock, and we're learning to just sit with them and to just let them come and go. And eventually, the, our session ends, and we can go about our lives, and it's not a big deal. And and the the consistency and the sitting with ourselves and and accepting everything that comes along is what provides us with the reward of being able to do those things in daily life. And so if we don't do the ugly part, we can't have the pretty part, basically. And that's the ultimate lesson, I think, that we can apply to any of our tasks in on our meditation cushions and off, and in whatever, whatever career path we're doing, wherever we live in the world, however uh, much we're overwhelmed with our lives, and wherever we come from, however we were raised, we can we can access this inner truth that allows us to do things with a sense of purpose and a sense of of joy and play playfulness basically because we're learning to enjoy the little silly things that we are trained our whole lives not to enjoy we're trained only to appreciate the results to be results driven and we start to hate the process and then we start to like i said hate our lives because our lives consist of the process so we should learn to love the res- the love the results and love the process and not focus too much on the results, but but instead focus almost exclusively on the process and watch magically as the results come just because we're, we're really making the most of our time and using our lives as we should, which is actively participating in them with a sense of gratitude and a sense of mindfulness and a sense of acceptance of whatever comes along because we have to have the courage to deal with things when they're difficult. And so that's basically it. I mean, meditation provides us with a framework for the entirety of our lives because we're learning to just accept everything and to roll with the punches and to make the most out of what can often seem to be an insignificant practice. So, yeah, I hope that was interesting to you. I hope that you will share your comments and reflections on Twitter and on the SoundCloud page. Please subscribe on iTunes if you like this. You'll get the the episodes delivered directly to you whenever they're released. And if you really like Daily Zen, please become a premium subscriber at patreon.com slash dailyzen for access to exclusive extra weekly episodes and essays and a higher level of discussion. Thanks for listening.